All right, so we got Jeff Brown here. He's going to fire away a bunch of questions. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, hey, Bree, how are you doing today? Doing well, how are you? Doing good, thank you. Um, So first, first I wanted to talk about... um, Back on, you know, you guys just played Phoenix back to back, and uh, especially in Wednesday's game, you and you and Diana were really kind of going at it. There was there was that one point where, like, I think you like there was barely any contact, and sh- she flopped and got a call fouled on you. And then later on, I think you guys both picked up technicals. Um, I think you like gently tossed the ball at her back or something. And and so I just wanted to maybe like have you kind of talk me through like how that was and. Um, I know you guys were teammates for a couple years. Is that just being like really competitive or any bad blood or? I mean, the love her to death, you know, and I've been playing against her for 14 years. I know how she is on the court, played with her for two. And I mean, I think the refs thought that was more than what it was. I mean, (laughs) when she, you know, when she's putting her head in my chest, like, we're having a good conversation and we were fine. The ref was like, Hey, I need you guys to calm down. And we're like, wait, what, what are you even talking about? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's all a good competition. I mean, I'm competitive. She's competitive. We're going to do what we can do to get an edge. Like that's, that's what we're out there to do. We're out to win and do whatever it takes. And you know, she's a competitor. And I mean, I love her for that. I love playing with her and I've always admired, you know, the way she approaches the game and the way she steps on the court. So, yeah, no, no bad blood. Love her. Um, yeah, it's just two competitors going at it. You know, you're just in the thick of it. Yeah, and then is is that more fun for you when it's kind of like that, where, you know, like, not necessarily personal, but, like, when they are, like, having that kind of competitive edge that can, you know, go right back and you guys can be right at each other? Oh, 100%. You know, at the end of the day, I know, I mean, I know there's no ill will on either end. You know, we're just, we're out there playing a game we love and we're out there to win because that's what we want to do. Um, yeah, it does make it fun. We're out there to compete every day. We love this game. That's what makes it fun is just being out there with other competitors that are going just as hard. And, uh, yeah. And then, um, obviously, kind of, you know, you've, you've, been known as one of the best defensive uh, guards in the league for many, many years. Um, kind of looking at your four games so far, I feel like your Minnesota game and then this last game against Phoenix, you guys were really, really good defensively. I mean, 74 points and then six, 69, this last one, um, even though it didn't come in a win. I mean, obviously you'll take that any, any time. Um, what, like for those two games, what did you feel was working really well? And then the other two games where, you know, Vegas, I think scored nearly 90 and, um, and Phoenix had what, almost a hundred, uh, against you. What, what in those games maybe kind of didn't go, go right. You know, it's just, it's getting comfortable in our schemes and then getting comfortable playing together. You know, it's not just on the offensive end, it's on the defensive end. There's a lot of talking, there's a lot of communicating and we're, we're working through it. You know, it's, we're working through it and I'm really encouraged with how we bounced back off of those two games, um, and tightened up our schemes. You know, it's not going to be perfect, but we're building on our communication, you know, just being on the court, being one unit on defense, having each other's back. And it's, that's, that's just going to be an ongoing process, um, throughout the season, just getting better and, trying to shut down teams and take, make them feel uncomfortable, make them, make them feel us every possession. That's our goal. But yeah, it's just, it's just getting comfortable in our schemes so we can play hard within those schemes. And I think, I think we're getting better at it. 
And then obviously with with players, I know especially you and Gabby were were pretty late to training camp. Do you kind of look at this like maybe first month of the season almost as that extended training camp? Because especially being new to the team as well. Yes and no. I mean, we're professionals, and yeah, we missed training camp, but it's time to perform, and we we need to get on board. And you know, we don't we didn't have as much time, but that just is that just is us needing to put in more work so we can catch up. So we, I mean, games aren't going to stop just because we were late. So we like that's just putting it on us to be prepared. Um, whether that's watching extra film, you know, getting extra reps in. Um, and yeah, so yeah, we're not, we're not sacrificing or thinking anything, you know, any less of these games just because we're working our way in. We, we gotta, we gotta perform and step up for our team. And then outside of the Minnesota game, I I feel like the team's kind of struggled offensively. Now, obviously not having Stewie for two of those games is a, is a big, big deal. But, um, what, what do you kind of see from that? What, what areas do you think you guys could improve there? Just, I just. Just playing together and flowing, just playing basketball and everybody being aggressive. It's it has been tough because we've we've had people playing out of position. We've had, you know, people playing lots of minutes. I mean, not just missing Stewie, but Sadie's A and Piff, you know, that changes up our lineups and it changes up our matchups. And so it's just it's tough because on the fly it's finding what what you know matchups we want to exploit our game plan changes um and that's been that's been you know a difficult challenge for us but I think we're working through it and the way we play basketball it's kind of forced us to you know play more together and get in that flow and just get out there and play basketball so I hopefully when we get our full roster back we'll we'll be good for sure um, and then I guess the last one for me is uh, obviously being from the state, uh, playing now at Climate Pledge Arena. Like, were you able to have like a bunch of uh, family or friends come to some of the games, and or just how's that been? Yeah, it's been good. You know, I haven't been able to play in front of my people this often um, since high school, so it's been it's been really nice. You know, having my friends that live out in Seattle and even some from Spokane come up, and along with my family, it's been really nice to spend some extra time because you know I've just been on the East Coast or even in Phoenix, it's a little ways away. So yeah, it's nice. It's been really it's been it's been good. You know, some qual- to have some quality time. Awesome. Thank you so much, Bree. No problem. Thanks, Bree. See you guys. All right. Uh, Hey, Rashonda, how you doing today? Good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Thank you. Um, So so correct me if I'm wrong here, but uh, you were not in another training camp before joining the Storm this season. Is that correct? No, sir. I was coming from overseas. I played um, in Italy, so I was coming from overseas. Okay. Um. And then, like, when you got that call, like, how was that for you um, as far as, like, were, were, you know, was that kind of expected? Was, you know, was your agent kind of putting feelers out there, or, or how did that um, kind of play out? My agent was letting me know that there is talk, but um, to actually get the call, I was pretty happy, you know. Um, Seattle's a great team, great organization. It's full of champions. So I was just really excited to just have the chance to learn from some champions, you know. Definitely. And then um, – with joining training camp so late, I think that that was after both preseason games, right? You didn't play in any of the preseason. Um. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Um. 
And so like kind of joining so late, did you just kind of like assume you were making the team or were you like still like, oh, I have no idea. <laughs> like it's all up in the I air. Mean, you know, one thing I definitely can say is like you never get too comfortable. Uh-huh. But, you know, I, I had the mindset of I'm just going in to do my job and just be the best I can be. Whether I get cut or make it, um, I was just, you know, just prepping myself and not only that, just taking away, taking away things from the experience, whether I'm here or I left. And then uh, I, I feel like that's a testament to like your hard work and stuff that you've you've oh. been able to stick around in the league. Like it's <laughs> it maybe not necessarily like multiple years with with one team, but mm-hmm. to, but getting these opportunities, obviously uh, these teams see something and everything. And um, I guess maybe just kind of talk about that mentality of having that hard work and always staying prepared. No, definitely. Uh, like I said, uh, with the WNBA, it's so competitive. Every day you got to bring your A game. But for most players, you got to figure out um, what's going to keep you around. And I just feel like me just being aggressive and me just playing, um, crashing the boards hard and just talking and being a great teammate, I feel like that's something that sticks out that a lot of people may not bring to the table. But not only that, I'm just a big caring person. And who doesn't? What, what great team doesn't want, like, great team chemistry? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I bring that to the table. So I'm really excited. I'm excited to be here. Um, you know, I know we're going through a storm right now, but after every storm, there's a rainbow. So. <laughs> there, there you go. Um, and then, obviously, like, you knew coming in, Mercedes was going to be out, but then Stewie gets out with the health and safety protocols. You've kind of been thrust into maybe a larger role than you would have initially thought, I guess, just how has that experience been for you so far? Um, that experience has been great, but like I said, I, I always just try to stay ready, whether I play 20 minutes, whether I play two minutes, or just be a good teammate, I always just try to stay stay ready for what my name is called. And um, obviously, you know, you kind of just mentioned you guys have, have lost, you know, a few games here. Um, but what are you seeing from the team as far as the development and improvement? Um, I mean, we got a great core to build around with Stewie, Jewel, and then um, you got Sue, too, as well. But then you also got Prince. You got January. You got Tails. So it's a lot of veteran experience. That's a part of the table. Um, that's on the table. But not only that, I feel like we're a fast group. So when we see something, we need adjustment. I think we're, we're doing a really good job of adjusting to this fast. And, so. I, and then... Um... Obviously, uh, played your college days at Cal, so West Coast, West Coast girl there. Um, <laughs> so, uh, like, how, how is it being back on the West Coast? Because I know, obviously, you were over in New York, and, and obviously, you mentioned Italy. Uh, so, how's it kind of being back on the West Coast? Um, I love it. Like, I have, I have my family in Spokane, so I'm really excited to see them and spend time and just have them come out to more games. But not only that, I love Seattle. It's one of my favorite places. Um, I love Twilight, Twilight series. <laughs> Awesome. Um, and then I guess just, uh, anything else that you want like storm fans to know, to know about you? Um, if you see me say, Hey, <laughs> <the> love, <laughs> awesome. But, so we definitely have some great fans. I oh. definitely feel it on game days. Thank you so much, Rashonda. Thanks oh, for no your time. Problem. Thank you. Thanks, Rashonda. Fire away when you're ready. Hey, Piff, how you doing today? I'm good. You? I'm doing good. Thank you. Um, so first, I just wanted to talk about uh, bench production 
And in the games that you've been able to play, the Storm have out the the Storm's bench has outscored the opponent eighty four to forty four. And I just wanted to know, uh, kind of talk to me about the depth that you guys have uh, from the bench and as a team in general, and how that stacks up against the league. Um, I think our bench is really good. Uh, like everyone was on the bench, like each position brings something special to the unit, and. When we go out there, we just pride ourselves in trying to outscore or outplay their, the other team's second unit. And I think, I don't know, like, I feel like our team, our starting five, is one of the best in the league, if not the best. And we we go up against them every day, and we feel like we are, we're also capable. Yeah, actually, that, so, and then that gives you guys more confidence as, like, the um – the, the reserves as far as going up against Seattle starters and practice and everything and being able to compete. Um, I guess that probably gives you guys a lot more confidence as far as being able to go up against other teams. Um, for sure, because like I said, we have like some of the best players in the world and I was starting five and we're able to compete with them every day. Um, sometimes we beat them. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, okay. And then I'm also curious, like, uh, from the the reserve standpoint, do you guys like have like spe- specific goals for your group, or is it more just like collectively for the Seattle Storm? Uh, yeah, we just mostly have team goals. Uh, each game we have uh, goals of is uh, our turnovers, our deflections, um, stuff like that. Uh, as far as us though, we we just come together. We we think we're a bench mob, and we just want to go out there and just keep the energy high. Uh, if the first unit isn't playing so well, we try to just go out there and lift lift them up so when they go back in, they feel good about themselves too. And not not to harp too much on negative, but uh, I would say one thing that's kind of popped up so far this season is the offense has struggled some. And obviously, like you and Stewie being out for a couple games is a, a huge factor in that. But um, even beyond that, I guess, what are you seeing that, like, needs to be improved, or, or how do you think that you guys can kind of pick that up? Um, I think just once we get familiar with each other, uh, we still learn each other. Uh, there's a lot of new faces on the team, and we're just trying to see who likes the ball where and where they're comfortable, they're most comfortable, and just knowing when to call a certain player's number. And then uh, last night after the game, Stewie talked to us a little bit about kind of what she had to go through with the health and safety protocols and, and kind of what she was doing during, during quarantine. And I was just wondering about that experience for you. Um, and then I think, were you quarantined with Stewie? Yeah, we were together in uh, Airbnb. And then how, how was that? Like, were, were you, like, how were you able to keep sane or what, what did you guys kind of do? Uh, we just watched a lot of basketball, actually, because there was a lot of like NBA basketball, WNBA basketball. We watched basketball. Uh, we did some cool workouts. Um, the Pilates. Uh, I hate Pilates, but it's like every time I'm always quarantined with Stewie and I got to do it with her. <laughs> um, and then we, we just, we didn't want to just be sad about the situation. So we just were trying to just enjoy each other's company. We were playing with the baby a lot, uh, in the pool, grilling. So... Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and did you have any rooting interest in those uh, NBA games? No, I always say I don't care who my team. The Knicks are in it, so I don't care. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Uh, thanks for your time today, Piff. Thank you. Thanks, Piff. Hey, how are you doing today? 
I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Um, so let's see. First off, I wanted to talk to you. Uh, I know I had talked with Coach Quinn in the past about your continued growth defensively, and one of the big keys was staying out of foul trouble. And uh, we look at like these last two games, you've only had one foul in each game and nine blocks. Um, and so I just wanted to know uh, kind of what have you done to improve defensively? Is it focusing on any specific areas? Is it uh, more just getting continuing to adjust to the WNBA game? Or is it like working on footwork? Or I guess kind of walk me through like uh, your improvement defensively. Um, I think it's a bit of everything. I think there's like a big focus to just staying vertical when I'm contesting shots. And I think that just really helps um, when I am defending. So just, you know, having my arms straight up and making a focus of not to just bring my arms down because I think that's when I tended to get called for fouls. Um, But then, yeah, just obviously, you know, not having Sadie's and Stewie, I think just, you know, being able to, just tell myself to stay out of foul trouble because we do need um, bigs out there with without those two. And then um, I guess just talk to me, like, over the past few years, how much it's benefited to uh, be playing with Brianna Stewart, practicing against her. Um, you know, what what have you kind of learned from, from working together with her? Um, it's been really – it's been great playing with Stewie, I think. The first year was definitely just, it was great to be able to compete against her at practice every day and just kind of learn her as a player. But the whole time that I've been here, she's, you know, been in my ear, been helping me out, been teaching me new things. So I think it's it's been great for me to kind of mirror her. And, um, you know, she's Stewie, she plays inside, plays outside. So I think just being able to learn from her um, and kind of just read the game a little bit better because she reads the game really well, so I kind of have to read um, you know, where she is in certain spots. I think it's just helping, um, you know, build my game on the court, on the floor, but my basketball IQ as well. And then kind of a similar question, but uh, your next opponent is the LA Sparks, and you guys are going to face Liz Cambage. Uh, you've obviously played with Liz and played against her in Australia. Um, I guess kind of talk to me, what have you kind of learned from those matchups over the years and, and either practices or games with or against her? Um, yeah, kind of the same. I mean, Liz is a great player. Um, and, you know, when you're on the floor with her, you have to read what she does because she is such, um, you know, a, a big presence on offense. Um, but I think I learned, you know, just how to play with her as well. So kind of just making reads from her um, and just, you know, how she uses her height to her advantage as well. Um, but, yeah, I've definitely, you know, learned a lot from the bigs that I've played with in Australia and um, here in Seattle as well. Awesome. And then... Uh, I would say maybe like not to harp on the negatives too much, but like one thing that's kind of stood out a little bit so far is it, it seems like offensively you guys are struggling a little bit at times. Obviously, you know, maybe not you in last game, but I think like the game before, I think Jewel was the only one in double figures. Uh, in last game, it was just you and Stewie. What are you kind of seeing from your guys' offense and what do you think maybe just needs to click a little bit better to improve? Um. Yeah, I think like the last few games, our defense has definitely, you know, been enough to keep kind of keep us in games. And I think it's just having more of a focus on our offense. Um, I think it'll click. I think, you know, obviously we have a few new additions to the team. Um, but without offense, it flows and you're never in the wrong spot. So I think just once we kind of get that, once we know just how to flow um, organically and just, 
you know, playing with each other, I think it's going to click, and it's still pretty early in the season, so I definitely think we'll get there. Um, but, yeah, it, it's going to come for us. Definitely. And I think probably just last one from me, um, uh, Stephanie Talbot's performance, especially with rebounding lately, she's led you guys in rebounding the last two games, has really stood out to me. I, I'm just curious, like, what are you seeing from her? Is there anything different? Um, what are you seeing out of her? Um, I, well, for as long as I've known Steph, that's what she's done. She's, you know, a hustle play. She rebounds well. She defends well. Um, she kind of does all the little things, so it's nice to see, um, I guess, her, you know, stats recognized um but I think we kind of need that obviously she was undersized when Stewie was out um so we kind of needed her to kind of crash the boards and you know be a bigger player and play out of position and she did that but um that's her game so I think you know that's going to be her this season and it's great to have that because then I think we can all just follow on and um you know just rebound hard and crash the glass like Steph does definitely thank you Ezzy thank you for your time thank you Hey, Gabby. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. 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 All right. We got Jeff Brown on. He will be asking questions. And uh, go ahead, Jeff. Fire away when you're ready. Gabby, you're here. How you doing? Sorry. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, so I guess first I wanted to say, um, it looked like you were a bit more comfortable in last night's game. And I was just wondering, is that more just having more time with the new team or was that, uh, familiarity because you used to play with you know with Chicago and so kind of knowing those players and everything I think it was a combination of both of course um you know it's a much different Chicago team but also very much the same so there were a lot of things I need to look out for and knew and so kind of was gonna get a passing back door you know things like that knowing players tendencies but I think more so it was just me um just getting more into the flow of things here. Um, us having all of our pieces back too, except for Sadie's, of course, um, helped me out a lot too. And uh, just finally having some familiarity on the court. And then I'm not sure if you're aware, but you actually made the game winner last night. Um, and then just talk about uh, kind of having that trust in your offensive skills to, you know, hey, if you're open, hit that shot. Yeah, I passed up a couple before that that I maybe should have took because of like, just overthinking, and so when I caught it, I just tried to do what comes natural, do what your instinct tells you, best let the ball go, and that's the one that, that dropped. Um, so I just had to get in that habit of just kind of trusting myself, trusting those looks, and knowing that my teammates are going to, uh, you know, create open shots for me, for each other, just the way our offense is. Um, I know I'm going to get those looks a lot. And then we're, for the amazing rundown block in last night's game at the end, uh, were you able to hear the Storm's broadcast call on that? And if so, what were your thoughts? I did. I heard it on, the, on Twitter yesterday. Everyone was showing me. It was, my favorite part, though, was the, the bench reaction. <laughs> even even Sloop, like laughed a little bit and she was like geez Gabby and then I think like fans of sports in general they're like they love watching incredible highlights I'm wondering like as athletes do you watch your own highlights you know like or is like do you like kind of stay up late being like oh this was so amazing uh I mean I don't like I know I know a lot of people do that sometimes I do it if I need to like get my confidence up you know like I'll watch some old highlights just to remember kind of what I do um I don't know. I kind of hate social media, so when I got on Twitter, I was, like, a bit overwhelmed. 
<laughs> so I just kind of logged off and went to sleep. There you go. Um, and then one more about that specific uh, play, kind of like what's going through your head. You're obviously like several steps behind Courtney Vandersloot when she's got the ball and she's on the breakaway. Kind of what's just going through your mind right there? I didn't realize I was as far as I was. Everyone was like, how did you go for that? But I felt like I was right by her maybe because I saw it developing before it happened. So I was kind of, like, if you see, I'm already in a sprint kind of as she's getting it. Um, but, no, I mean, I was just thinking, like, this play could win the game. You know, we were up by five with, with I think, a minute left. It's like a 2 3 possession game. So if we get this stop, we win the game. That's kind of what I was – I knew I knew where when Sloot was going to release it. I know Sloot well. Um, I kind of timed it up just right. Nice. And then – uh, you and Brian January we were kind of brought onto this team specifically for defense. Uh, in three of your guys' first five games, you've held opponents to uh, under 75 points, which is incredible. Um, just talk about the importance of defense and how that can kind of carry you guys throughout the season. Yeah, I think uh, if we keep that, um, I think what we need to do is we need to use our defense to, to tie into our offense, you know. Of course, like, we want to frustrate them. We want to take them out of the rhythm, take them out of the groove. But I think the next step is just, like, tying that into offense now, like letting our defense create easy opportunities in transition or while the defense is um, scattered because we just made a good defensive play that can open up for, like, the rest of our teammates. Uh, so I think it's, it's a big role on, offense, on defense and offense on both sides of the floor. So, uh, you know, I think it's a role that me and Bree both take with a lot of pride. And... Um, you know, we want to be leaders on this team in that aspect. And then at the the end of last night's game, Chicago did have an opportunity to send the game into overtime if they were able to get a three. What kind of was your guys' defensive either plan or, you know, plan of attack, and, and how did you see that all play out? Yeah, I mean, we were working on kind of end of the game, AOT, uh, or ATO, sorry, ATO timeouts, uh, ATO plays. Um, mm-hmm. At the end of the game, you know, game winners, those kind of things. So it's something we had practiced, you know, been practicing since I've arrived. Uh, we knew we knew and just kind of switch everything. Uh, and luckily, our communication. You know, when you're switching, you have to trust your communication with one another. Mm-hmm. And as I watched back that last play, I was like, "That's actually it, it looks easier than it actually is." You know, to not allow any of those slips, to not have any miscommunications through all those screens and handoffs. Like the play was drawn up, so if we made one slight mistake, they get an easy bucket. Uh, so I was really impressed with the way we trusted each other and communicated. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Actually, I uh, was in the media room when Coach James Wade was was talking, and he kind of had said that you know he he didn't maybe the play wasn't that great or he didn't really develop a good play. But I just felt like there was more your guys's defensive effort that kind of just completely stopped all of that. Like I didn't think it was like a terrible play. No, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't a, a terrible play. He got the ball into the hands of his best shooter. But we also expected him to get the ball into the hands of the best shooter. <laughs> and luckily, and I, I, you know, I'm much bigger than Allie, much longer. So it kind of worked out nicely that I was the last person, uh, you know, in that switch who ended up on her. So that wasn't planned, but it worked out nicely. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I think probably just last one for me. Um, I know you kind of already touched on a little bit as far as like um, offense for you specifically, but as a team, I, th- I think that is still a little bit of a struggle. Um, what, what areas can you see that like the team can just get better offensively? Uh, I think just like maybe trusting each other more. I don't know if trust is the right word, but um, 
just kind of like becoming more fluid with one another. Like one action ends with where the next action begins kind of thing. Uh, I know me personally, I'm still kind of like second guessing and hesitating because I'm thinking more so like, wait, you know, what do I do? What should I do? Instead of just like trusting the instinct um, because our offense is set up for us to flow, for us to move and just play with each other. So I think once we just kind of get those little hiccups out, it'll flow and we'll, we won't have to adjust much. Is I guess you just kind of spurned another question. Um, uh, like, is that, I guess the overthinking of it, how, like, how do you separate that from like just playing basketball versus yeah. Like getting too much in your head. I think like, like last game specifically in those last three minutes, it was kind of like something came in my head, like, okay, just how do I win this game right now? Mm-hmm. You know, not thinking about what, what do we, what do I do in this position again? Or where does she like to drive? What does this player like to do where I'm kind of been? But when the pressure was kind of on, it was like, all right, I, I don't care what's going on. How do I win this game? And then those kind of instincts take over. And I think as long as I try to keep that mentality, I think uh, that'll help with the second guessing and stuff. Definitely. Thank you so much for your time, Gabby. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, I was late. <laughs> no worries. Have a great day. Thanks, Gabby. Yeah.